Hi, I'm Jonathan Roseland. And I'm Woody Roseland. Thank you for joining us. We are the hosts of the Limitless Mindset Podcast. And first of all, we'd really like to thank you for spending your precious time listening to this show. We really do value your attention, and we're going to do everything we can to make this educational, informative, and fun for you to listen to. Now, some of you may have found this podcast while searching iTunes for the movie Limitless. For those of you, this is definitely a podcast show that you will want to subscribe to and download all of the episodes. This is the podcast about becoming limitless in real life. And one of the way, one of the main ways you become more limitless in real life is by using what we call life hacks. Every episode, we will actually spend a lot of time teaching you new life hacks. But before we describe what a life hack is, we would like to tell you a little bit more about the movie that has inspired this podcast in case you haven't seen it. The 2011 movie Limitless stars Bradley Cooper and the main character, he's really a loser. He gets broken up with by his girlfriend, He's trying to write a book that he hasn't even started, but he's talked about it forever. Really a very undesirable person in most aspects. But about 15 minutes into the movie, he meets an old friend who is actually a drug dealer. And the drug dealer is feeling charitable and gives him a clear pill that in the movie they call NZT. And this is a smart pill. What it does, it superpowers his memory, it gives him these amazing communication and influence and negotiating abilities, it allows him to learn new skills in just a very short amount of time, and in the film, virtually overnight, he turns into this high-end Wall Street power broker doing big deals with Fortune 500 companies while at the same time being pursued by the villains in the movie that are trying to kill him and steal this drug of his that's made him so very powerful and influential. Now when I first saw this movie I had a strange feeling because this film actually had a lot of parallels to my own life. Now I am not doing 40 million dollar deals with Fortune 500 Wall Street firms every day but I do own my own firm which is relatively successful and has led me to a lot of very interesting educational and adventuresome experiences. As far as my social life, my dating life, any of those aspects of what I do for entertainment, they're pretty reflective of a lot of the scenes that you see in that movie as well. In fact, I actually used to drive the exact same gray Maserati Gran Turismo that the character in the movie drives. You never gave me a ride in that car, John. I, I know that. But we're starting this podcast, and we don't have a lot of experience doing podcasts before, so we're learning the audio production side of it. And so... Probably it will get better as the show goes on, but we're working real hard to give you the top quality podcast that we can provide you. Now, 
the reason why we did this podcast is I, after seeing the movie, I started to question why did I live a pretty limitless lifestyle? Was it because I had rich parents or had gotten a lot of lucky breaks? No, not at all. Quite the opposite, actually. Was it because I had excessive debt or I had had a long career and had worked for 20, 30 years to reach a successful position? No, not at all. In fact, I've actually only really worked in my career for a very short amount of time. But in that time, I've worked very hard and most importantly, I've worked even smarter and I paid a lot of attention to life hacking while I was doing so. Now life hacking is a way to leverage your time, effort, skill sets, and relationships for accomplishing bigger goals faster and faster. Woody, can you can you repeat that just one more time? Because I really want to make sure that our listeners understand what a life hack is. Absolutely. Life hacking is a way to leverage your time, effort, skill set and relationships for accomplishing bigger goals faster. And life hacking, it's actually kind of a new concept actually, and it's an evolving community and that's one of the main advantages to listening to this podcast is that we are constantly on the forefront of trying to see what the newest life hacks there are and how they can help you out today because that's what life hacking is about. It's not about telling you to be a better person or big grandiose ideas. It's realistic everyday applications that can help you out. You know, we don't want to take credit for the life hacking movement. In fact, I'd actually like to take a moment to give a little bit of credit where credit is due. In the mid-2000s, there was a very popular book called The 4-Hour Workweek that a lot of you may have heard of. And that book really served to incubate a lot of the life hacking community. There's also been several very popular websites that do a really good job of talking about life hacking that I actually highly recommend and support. Those websites are lifehacking.com, lifehacking.org, and there's a website for hacking college. I forget what exactly it is off the top of my head. And then I know there's also a documentary film based around life hacking. So again, we don't want to take credit for starting the, you know, we don't want to take credit for starting this, but what we are going to do is we're going to stay on the very cutting edge of this evolving community and giving you guys the very best possible content that we can to again, help you to leverage your time, effort, skill sets, and relationships so that you can accomplish your biggest goals faster. Now, this podcast is going to focus on two large interest areas. The first is called life hacking, which we've already put a definition on. And the second area of interest is going to be brain power. Now, before we go in depth into describing brain power. I want to just say that I'm not a doctor, I don't have a PhD, and I don't consider myself to be a guru on this subject. What we really are when it comes to this subject are students, just like yourself, even though we have spent a number of years and invested a lot of our time and resources into educating ourselves on these subjects. I think this is really going to ultimately end up being better for you guys for a couple of reasons. 
we we're not gonna come to you with any preconceived notions. We're gonna try and be as open-minded as possible when talking to you about different life hacks and different brain power things. Oh, oh man, sorry. Um, we don't have any expensive products. This I'm just gonna start over from this part. Uh, we're not gonna come to you with any preconceived notions or dogmatic schools of thoughts. We want to be as open-minded as possible, and we want to share what works best. And we don't have any expensive products or courses to sell you. We just want to share with you what works for us, what works best, and what can help you out the most. Okay, I'd like to put a definition on the brain power niche for you. Everything that we do, say, or accomplish in life relies on the deepest level on our mind's ability to function. The matter of the fact is that we can all improve our lives by quite a bit by improving the functioning of our brains. So what does that mean on a practical level is what you're probably imagining. Well, your brain actually responds to a lot of different stimuli that you expose it to. An interesting thing that was accomplished that was found recently in a University of Michigan study that was referenced by Newsweek magazine in January of 2012 was that the highest correlation and causality between fluid intelligence was with development of short-term memory abilities. So let me break that down a little bit for you. Fluid intelligence is a phrase that we use to describe what people consider to be the most genuine, pure form of intelligence, which is the ability to reason and solve problems with no background understanding or knowledge of the subject that would be involved. So for example, this would be like if you showed me a broken helicopter and asked me to fix your broken helicopter so it could fly. I don't know a whole lot about helicopters. I know they have rotors on top of them and that they can hover, but other than that, I'm pretty clueless. So asking me to fix a broken helicopter would be a major challenge to my fluid intelligence. And what the University of Michigan study found was that one of the top ways that we can improve our fluid intelligence is by improving our short-term memory functions. So your short-term memory functions are gonna be things like remembering a list of 20 names, or remembering a list of 20 objects, or remembering exactly how many objects occurred in a particular scene, just as an example. So something that we're gonna be covering in this podcast is ways that you can train your short-term memory to perform at a much more efficient level than it's performing right now, which will in turn give you drastically increased abilities of fluent intelligence to solve the situations that you find yourself in life. One of the other areas of brain power that we're gonna help you with is mental systematization of your life. You've probably heard before that people that are successful doing anything, whether it's business, relationships, spirituality, 
fitness, learning, college, etc., are successful because of the systems that they have that automate the tasks that they need to take. And the systems that we have in life that get us places always begin between our two ears. So we're gonna spend a lot of time teaching you, again, this goes back to life hacks, teaching you life hacks and systems that are going to lead you to what you want to, want to accomplish. We're also going to spend quite a while talking about lifestyle and physical activity because the type of lifestyle that we lead and the type of physical activities that we undertake uh, throughout our week on a consistent basis actually have a very big impact as well on our state of mind, our cognitive abilities, and our memory. We're also going to be talking about the kinds of media we consume because that also makes a big difference on our mind. Now, if you're someone that's listening to a podcast, chances are you are what I like to describe as an informationaholic, meaning that you consume information all day long. You, in between waking up in the morning and falling asleep at night, you barely have a moment that you're not consuming information, whether it's on your cell phone, on the computer, on the television, on billboards as you're driving to work. You're consuming information all day long. And there are some great practices that a lot of people don't do that make a difference in our state of mind with our information consumption habits. Another fact that I'd like you guys to consider is that your brain, while it only accounts for about 2% of your body weight, your brain consumes a full 20% of the nutrients that you put in your body. And your brain actually has a very specific mix of nutrients and vitamins and minerals and trace elements that it requires to operate at maximum efficiency. And we're going to be talking about what what kind of diet and what kind of supplements you can take that are going to make your brain operate at its very highest efficiency. Now each one of these is really a very big area of science with a lot of practical applications for real life. So we're going to have entire episodes devoted to each one of these areas and we're also going to be interviewing some scientists, some people, some doctors, some people that have spent years and years Go undertaking a scientific process to discover exactly how these things work. Now, many of you are also aware of the whole world of personal development and self-help. Now, we certainly believe that personal development is important to increasing your mind power. So several of our episodes will be devoted to the subjects of personal development. However, I want to let you guys know that we're going to keep these episodes very scientific and actionable. I'm sure that everyone out there would agree that they've had the experience of reading a personal development book or a course or an audio program and then realizing that after they had taken the time to have gone through it, they didn't learn anything that they didn't already know. So we're going to keep our advice in the self-help and personal development very 
actionable things that you can start doing today and start seeing results tomorrow well maybe not quite literally but we do believe that if you're doing something new if you don't start seeing new results in within a couple of weeks to a month you're usually not going to be motivated enough to follow through so our advice that we're going to give again it's going to be very scientific and very actionable in those areas uh, we do appreciate that personal development is a iterative process that can take some time but we believe in uh, we, we believe that large vision is uh, is road marked by small victories so that's going to be our focus is giving you guys small victories each week that you can experience out of the podcast you want to add anything at this point I really thought that the word actionable really spoke to what this is about I think that really gets to the core is that we yeah, never mind. Yeah. okay now we operate a website that we really hope you'll visit us at called limitless mindset Dot com and on this website we run a survey asking the people that visit the website which is quite a few on a daily basis now what they are looking for specifically and interestingly in the survey a lot of people have responded that they are looking for NZT like supplements so again NZT is the drug that the character in Limitless took that made him so smart and powerful and influential. Now, the fact of the matter is that there are some drugs out there that would do something to you very similar to what NZT does in the movie, but those kind of drugs would ultimately end up being very bad for your health and for your brain long term. So we would never advocate that someone would take, you know, a kind of drug that would actually do that to them. And to be honest, most of those drugs are pretty illegal. However, there are a number of excellent supplement products out on the marketplace that you can take that will give you a shortcut in becoming limitless. There is a young industry of neurotropic supplements that are packed full of really important vitamins and chemicals and organic uh, things that are found in nature that are really good for our brains that we don't get enough of that can really empower your mind. In fact, I have some sitting next to my desk right now. So at limitlessmindset.com backslash marketplace we've created a community ratings and review center where you can look up all sorts of different neurotropic supplements and find one that you might want to try you can also compare it to the other supplements out there you can find out what the ingredients in the supplement are and one thing to keep in mind all the supplements that we have on our site are backed up with a hundred percent money back guarantee we would never want to uh, we would never want people listening to our show to try something and then not get the results they wanted from it and then lose money so everything that we have on our brain power marketplace is backed up with an ironclad money back guarantee from the manufacturer so if you are genuinely looking to become more limitless if you genuinely want to reach the greatest potential of your mind we'd encourage you to look into neurotropic supplements something else that you'll notice on this section of our site is that we list when we can all of the ingredients on the products of these neurotropic supplements 
The reason we do that is that if you think that these neurotropic supplements are too expensive, and they're really not very expensive, they run in between $20 to $50 a month, but if you think, think that they are too expensive, go out and purchase the ingredients on your own and make these supplements your own and try them that way. What we want is we just want people to be empowered, uh, to have empowered minds. And so hopefully the supplements in the Limitless might Limitless Mindset Marketplace can do that for you. If not, go and make them on their own. Save yourself a little bit of money. Okay, I'm probably going to cut that down. I think I probably rambled a little bit on that one, but it's okay. All right. At this point, me and Woody would like to share with you eight different life hacks that you can start using right away to get ahead. You want to go first, Woody? Absolutely. My first life hack is... Use to avoid the most depressing syllable in the English language, which would be no. no, no, nobody wants to get the no. And so my life hack is to make it easy to say yes to you. All right. Which starts out by you make the small yeses a big deal. So let's say you're dealing with a coworker or a boss when they say yes to you. Let them know you appreciate it. Make it a big deal so that when you do ask them for something bigger and more important, they're already so ingrained in saying yes to you that if they're on the fence, they're 50-50, then they're so used to saying yes to you, then there comes the yes. Thanks, Woody. I'd like to share a life hack for increasing brain power. It's pretty simple. Move your mouse to the other side of the computer. Now, everyone is naturally inclined either to use their right hand or their left hand. And this is a reflection of people that are inclined to the left brain or to the right brain. Left brain being, being the artistic creative centers of the brain and the right brain being the analytical calculating centers of the brain, which is reflected in your personality. Ideally, however, to have the maximum problem-solving skills, you want to foster very clear communication between those two sides of your brain. I remember I read a book one time by Donald Trump where he described that his art form was the deal basically saying that he had excellent communication between his right and left brain centers of uh, problem-solving ability. And moving your mouse to the other side of your computer is a very simple way of doing it. I would recommend starting with 15 minutes a day, then up it to 30 minutes a day, then up it to 45 minutes to an hour a day of having your mouse on the other side of the computer. And that's going to force you to develop your coordination on that side and enhance your back and forth communication abilities with those hemispheres of the brain. Now this particular method I originally originally heard actually when I was taking karate classes because in martial arts a lot of times people will favor the side of their body that's naturally the most coordinated but to be the very best martial artist you want to develop coordination and technique on both sides of your body. Well said John. My next technique is I like to refer it as the sir and ma'am technique. And how it works is it's pretty simple. You just refer to everyone 
as sir and ma'am, and the natural response from that is for them to call it to you back. Call you sir, or if you're a lady, call you ma'am. And you're saying, why is this a life hack? How can this help me out? Well, here's a theoretical situation for you. Let's say you're dealing with your boss, and all day you're constantly calling him sir. The natural response is for him to call you sir back. So there you are, and when it's just one-on-one, -on -one, you're calling him sir. So then when you're in a meeting and he wants to refer to you, he calls you sir in front of all of your different work associates. And so then, even if you may have the same job, this guy's Steve, but you're sir. So there's a lot of value to that. You know what's interesting? There's a social concept called status, which we're all familiar with. We all show respect and deference, and we all want to be around people that have status. And one of the very core roots of status is not wealth, looks, accomplishment, beauty. One of the most core parts of status is what people call you. And so being called sir, again, great way to raise your status, great way to raise other people's status too. I'd like to share a body language technique for building a greater affinity and rapport between you and another person. It's called body language mirroring. You probably have some familiarity with it. Basically, let's say me and you are sitting at a table together and you've got your legs crossed, your elbow is on the table, and you're touching your forefinger with your thumb. What I'm gonna do is do the same thing with my body. Let's say that me and you are standing at a party and you've got a drink in your hand and you're leaning against the wall. I'm going to put a drink in my hand and I'm going to lean against a table opposite you. So it's relatively simple. You just do with your body similar to what the other person is doing with their body. Now I'm going to tell you though, you don't always want to use body language mirroring. You don't always want your body to be exactly reflecting the other person's body language. Here's the way this is going to be used. Let's say that you're in an interview for a job that you really want. The interviewer is asking you questions about your qualifications and your experience. During this portion of the interview, let's be honest, you're trying to impress the interviewer and you're trying to convince them why you would be an excellent person for their position. So you're going to be mirroring their body language. If their hands are crossed, your hands are going to be crossed. Now, as the interview goes on, you reach the point where you're talking about salary and you're talking about what time to get started and you're talking about what your realistic chances are of getting this position. At this time in the interview, what you're going to do is you're going to lean back in your chair. You're going to roll your shoulders back over the chair a little bit. You might even turn your, your, he your, your head to the side a little bit so that you're looking at the interviewer slightly to the side. At this point, you've broken body language. And this is a way of subconsciously communicating that they've lost you. And this is going to put them in the pursuit of your approval. And so body language, again, very powerful tool. Use body language mirroring to build rapport, but then make sure to break rapport at the moments in the exchange where you want their attention and you want them to be pursuing your approval. Very well said, Jonathan. Now for my next life hack, 
it's pretty simple. I'd say just listen to this at the gym. Because while you're at the gym, while you're physically exerting yourself, you're not really mentally exerting yourself. You're not stimulating your mind in any way. Your brain is laying pretty much dormant while you work out. This is a perfect time to make the most of your time and listen to this. Listening while you're Listening to our podcast, let's say, while you're working on another project, it'll dilute the content because you'll only be paying 40% attention to this instead of being able to fully listen to this. So next time, listen to this at the gym. And if you don't go to the gym, go to the gym. (laughs) Thanks, Woody. Seriously, if you want to become more limitless in any aspect of your life, going to the gym is going to be one of the things that's going to give you the very best return on investment for your time. And again, if you only have time to listen to the show while you're commuting or around the office, please take the time then to listen to it. But seriously, folks, you know you should be at the gym. You know that you want to go. So get this show in your pod, in your uh, in your iPod or in your smartphone and uh, head to the gym or go out for a jog around the neighborhood while you're listening to this and you will really enjoy it. We would say listen to this on your Zoom, but we all know that you don't have a Zoom. <laughs> Nobody has a Zoom. <laughs> What's a Zoom? It's Microsoft's version of the iPod. They tried for like three years and it sucked, so they stopped. Oh, okay. And if you're Microsoft, uh, you can hire us to give you consulting on how to sell you Zo- how to sell Zooms. <laughs> all right. Another area that's a real major life hack that you've probably heard of before but are probably not doing is to dress extra sharp. Dressing extra extra sharp is one of the most simple yet effective things that you can do to increase your perceived status your pos- and your perceived authority for other people. There have been numerous, numerous different university studies and psychological studies, studies in the workplace that have proven that people that are dressed sharp are trusted, respected, and held in higher status and given far more attention than people that are dressed in a very average way. Interesting example of a study that was done recently on this, they had Uh, They would have a group of people that would be standing at a busy downtown intersection. And they would have traffic coming across the intersection. And a person that was dressed immaculately in a very nice suit would go and walk out, completely jaywalk in front of this traffic. And they would have a bunch of the people standing at the intersection follow them out into harm's way in front of the traffic. However, when a person that was dressed in t-shirt and jeans did this, no one would follow them out into harm's way. So again, it's just one of those ingrained psychological things. People that are dressed sharp, that are dressed like figures of authority are going to get more respect by everyone. So if you're on the fence about whether you should maybe go and spend a little bit of extra money um, picking up a sharp sharp wardrobe, definitely do it. I would say realistically, I would plan to budget about $200 every year towards your your clothing shopping. If it's less than that, you're really not going to get a good return on investment 
from your clothing. And if you ask anyone that spends around $200 a year on their clothing that does it to you know, to get ahead in social situations and dating situations, they're absolutely going to confirm that it's always a good investment of that 200 bucks. So I would say just budget that out every year. And wear a tie clip. They look fancy. It's, it's... No, no, no tie clips at all. That is, that is not limitless. Not clip on ties, tie clips. Tie clips. Tie clips. A little metal thing. Oh, yeah. I've got like three of those yeah, up here. They're like four bucks. You you put on a shirt with a tie clip, it looks a lot nicer. Just saying. Um, on to our next topic. So we've listed out here a couple of life hacks for you. And on our website, Limitless Mindset backslash life hacks, we actually have an entire directory just dedicated to life hacks. And this directory is a community directory. So if you have a cool life hack that you want to share there, you can submit it there and the rest of the community members can either vote it up or vote it down. So we're cre gonna create a, a natural online meritocracy of the very most effective life hacks right there. And our life hacks are broken up into a couple of different sections that we think are gonna be relevant for you. We have business and career, dating and social, health and fitness, lifestyle, sales and negotiating, technology and internet, and miscellaneous. If we start getting a lot of life hacks into the miscellaneous directory, we will uh, create some more directories in there, but those were the ones right now that we thought you guys could get the most benefit from. So please check that out at limitlessmindset.com backslash life hacks. Now, at this point, we've got a badass story for you guys about nightclubs, Maseratis, and multiple personality disorders. First of all, we'd like to explain this, though. In each episode, we're going to try to share a fun, entertaining story that elaborates an example of a time that we were uh, life hacking, and that will be entertaining and maybe give you guys some examples for your life hacking. So when I was about 22 years old, one of the very first companies that I ever started was a entertainment marketing firm. And I was one of those people that was in the business of throwing big, wild, crazy parties at nightclubs and negotiating a cut of the bar revenue with the venue owner. During this time, I had a strange, idiosyncratic individual that contacted me and told me that they were really impressed with the business that I was doing. They thought I was being creative and interesting with the, uh, with the type of events and marketing strategies I was pursuing. Over time, I got to become friends with this individual and they told me one day that they had that they had met another person that was a very wealthy financier that had a number of large businesses and was worth many millions of dollars and that this person was interested in essentially being my party financier. So I, uh, I made it a point to go and meet this person and they, they came across as kind of a, an interesting, unusual individual, but they confirmed what my friend was saying, which was that they had a lot of 
they, they told me that they had unlimited financing for me to do whatever types of events in the entertainment business I wanted to do. Obviously, as a 22-year-old entrepreneur, this was a very exciting thing. However, I noticed something very strange starting to occur over the next couple weeks. It seemed like the financier and my original friend who had introduced me seemed to be spending a lot of money on very unusual, unnecessary, exorbitant toys. For example, one day they showed up outside of my apartment complex with a gorgeous Cadillac Escalade on 22 inch rims. And uh, as soon as we got, as soon as I got in, they told me that we were gonna go and take a, a big trip. Uh, we were gonna start traveling across the United States basically for the purpose of partying in other cities to network and meet other people and that and that, that was going to be my job for which I was going to be paid a, a handsome salary and then they went ahead and gave me an envelope full of cash as the salary that we had discussed shortly thereafter they purchased a brand new 2007 I believe at the time Mercedes-Benz SLK 350 special edition from the Mercedes-Benz dealership here in Denver Colorado and they and it was absolutely just one of the most gorgeous cars I'd ever seen cost uh, around $70,000 and again this was a strange situation to me because we weren't actually doing any business that was making us money then something happened my friend who is technically now I suppose my business partner in the company called me crying that the brand new Mercedes-Benz convertible had been wrecked by our financier what he explained to me after that was that our financier actually suffered from multiple personality disorder and that our financier had one personality that was a very successful business person who had been a banker who understood economics understood marketing very well and had made about had, had amassed a personal net worth of about 12 million dollars but he had a number of other personalities. One of his personalities was a woman. One of his personalities was a little child that liked to party that had been purchasing these toys. And one of his personalities was actually kind of a psychopathic, unhealthy, violent individual. And that while they were driving this car one morning through downtown Denver, the psychopathic personality had came out and had ran a red light doing about 50 miles an hour trying to kill my friend who is my technically my business partner and that this gorgeous car had been completely totaled a few hours after this the playful partying carefree personality came out of our investor and he announced that we would be going down to Ferrari of Denver to purchase a brand new vehicle to make up for the uh, to make up for the the for the Mercedes-Benz that had been destroyed just a, a few days prior. And so over the course of this, for, for the next several months, we went back and forth and the, uh, the, the investor continued to buy more and more exorbitant toys. And I'll, I'll tell you in future episodes more of the adventures that we had even overseas uh, with, this, with this multiple personality financier. But overall, it was a great, uh, overall, it was actually a great learning experience um, about dealing with different type of people and making sure that you're dealing with people that are psychologically sound before you ever take their money for a business endeavor. In the final segment of this show is going to be a money-making 
technique. Now, on our website, we run a survey, as I mentioned, and a lot of our readers have said that they are interested in ways to further their career and money-making ability. So in each episode, we're going to try to teach you guys a hack to be more effective in your career, your business, or your ability to make money. So this week we're going to be talking about a negotiating tactic that I like to call ask for more than what you want. Here's how the tactic works. Let's say that I own a website domain name that is very short and brandable and worth quite a bit of money. And let's say that there's a large company out there that wants to purchase that website domain name from me. Now, I want around 100K, $100,000 for this website domain name. That's what I think it's worth. And so what I'm gonna do is I'm not going to go into the negotiation asking for 100k for the website domain name. Chances are the other party does not want to pay 100k for the website domain name. Chances are they want to pay less than that, but 100k is my number that I need. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into the negotiation asking for between 125,000 and 150 thousand dollars and what's going to happen is I'm going to get brought down in the negotiations to about a hundred K. What's very important to understand is that in any negotiation both sides egos need to win. If one side, what's interesting, I'll repeat that again, in any negotiation the egos of both sides need to have a win. Otherwise, the deal is going to go sour at some point in the future or it will eliminate the opportunity for doing future business. So it's important to allow the person on the other side to feel like they have won. So anytime you go into a negotiation, be prepared to ask for between uh, 25% to 50% more than what you actually want. This also sets you up for success because in some situations the other side is willing to give you whatever the first number is that you name and in that case you've just uh, padded your profit margins by 25 to 50% on the deal. So that's the money-making technique for today. Once again we'd like to thank you for spending your valuable time listening to this podcast please hit us up on the internet. Uh, I'm Jonathan Roseland. I can be found anywhere on Google, or you can find me on Twitter at jroseland. You can find my brother Woody at Woody Roseland on Twitter. And we would really like to have a continued conversation with you, get some feedback from you as to what you think of the show, what kinds of topics you would like covered more in depth. So thanks again. Please join the community at limitlessmindset.com.